It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Sarrell here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and podcasts around the country each and every week. And of course, it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Okay, that said, this is a special episode of Financial Pizza. As we slide into Thanksgiving and all the eating we have to do this week, we're going to feature some of our favorite brokers behaving badly through the years and the state profiles we've presented over the past year. So let's get this thing going with a retirement road trip. Here's Dave Perkins. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. Did you know there were really two Thanksgivings, and they both offer good traditional Thanksgiving road trips? Now, your teacher no doubt told you that in November 1621 in Plymouth, Massachusetts, the Pilgrims celebrated their first fall harvest by sharing a meal with the local Wampanoag tribe. That's widely acknowledged as the first Thanksgiving. That we might rejoice after our harvest in a very significant manner. For a Thanksgiving getaway, you can visit Plymouth Plantation, a living history site that commemorates the holiday with lavish meals. Plymouth also is host to America's Thanksgiving dinner with pilgrim and native interpreters telling the story. Virginia lays claim to December 4th, 1619, almost two years before Plymouth. In the fall of that year, a band of men set sail from England to establish a colony in Virginia more successful than Jamestown. They finally dropped anchor on the James River in Berkeley. The crew and captain were extremely grateful to have arrived alive. We ordain that the day of our ship's arrival in the land of Virginia shall be kept holy. It was America's first official English-speaking Thanksgiving, although it was a strictly religious observance and not a feast. Now it's celebrated with a festival held at Berkeley Plantation in early November. The Virginia Thanksgiving Festival includes colonial music, tours of the mansion, a reenactment, and best of all, a friendship dance across the lawn that includes Chickahominy tribal dancers, costumed colonists, and the audience. Well, those are two totally traditional Thanksgiving road trips. And of course, there's a bountiful harvest that you can be thankful for. It's your years of accumulation put to a good plan by your financial coach so you can enjoy years of retirement road trips. Now let's hear the story of Brian McQuaid in Brokers Behaving Badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. This one should be called Broker Continues to Behave Badly Even After He Was Barred. It's the story of Brian McQuaid of Maryland, where he allegedly called himself an investment advisor through Columbia Financial Advisors, where from June of 2018 through August of 2021, he stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from a nonprofit organization for U.S. veterans. 
The Unnamed Foundation provides services to combat and military veterans in the U.S. McQuaid allegedly got the money from clients telling them he would manage their investment accounts. But alas, no, the ill-gotten gain was never invested. It went straight to McQuaid's personal accounts. In all, prosecutors say, the nonprofit wired McQuaid $750,000 to invest on their behalf, purportedly in a brokerage account. Never happened. Instead, it was used for dining, country club dues, multiple mortgages, luxury car payments, and other personal items. The U.S. Attorney's Office says McQuaid even provided the foundation with bogus account statements. A two-count indictment charging him with wire fraud was opened when McQuaid was arrested. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, if convicted, he'll face up to 20 years in prison. Brian McQuaid is 70 years old. So far, the foundation has been unable to recover any of the funds allegedly stolen by McQuaid. His financial career began in 2003. Then in 2017, the state of Maryland revoked his registration for not properly renewing his investment advisor and IAR in a timely manner. He was ultimately barred from operating in the state, yet he continued to operate and take other people's money, and in this case, took money from veterans. No trial date has been set, but we'll keep an eye on this one, let you know just how much prison time he receives. Just one more reason to make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary and make broker check part of your vetting process in deciding what advisor you choose to work with. Morgan Patrick takes us on a trip back to 1966. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Trip back in time. The year 1966. One of the top ongoing news stories, the Vietnam War. Troop deployment tops 500,000 soldiers in country. Thousands of demonstrators opposed to the Vietnam War assembled in the nation's capital for a mass protest. The music scene is hopping with chart hits from the Beatles, the Supremes, and the Rolling Stones. But number one in 1966, the Mamas and the Papas. 1966 stats to be aware of, the inflation rate 3.01%, year-end Dow average 785, average new home cost $14,200, the average income in the United States $6,900, and gas 32 cents per gallon, and that new car, if you wanted to go buy one, on average would cost you $2,650. Miranda rights became law. You're under arrest, you have the right to an attorney, you have the right to remain silent, anything you say to us can be used against you in a court of Law. Two TV shows debut. Along with Batman, Gene Roddenberry's space exploration drama series hit the air. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship. Enterprise. The Department of Transportation is created for federal oversight to develop infrastructure for public transportation. Our roads and highways are built to meet our needs, to accommodate our patterns of living, and must continually be improved or expanded to keep pace with our population growth and mobility. Fashion World got a leg up with the miniskirt, and the first disposable diapers hit grocery store shelves. That's a quick look at 1966. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Dave Perkins is here with a trip to Virginia. The mother of states, the mother of presidents, the mother of... 
Lovers? Yes, Virginia, the mother of presidents Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor, and Wilson. The mother of states because eight other states were partially or totally carved from its original land. Virginia also originally ceded territory to help form the District of Columbia. Virginia was called the Old Dominion because of its loyalty to King Charles II during the English Civil War. Virginia is one of four states to be designated as a commonwealth, and there's so much history. Jamestown, the first permanent English settlement, Colonial Williamsburg, Jefferson's beloved Monticello, Washington's home Mount Vernon, many Civil War battlefields. In fact, the American Revolutionary War and the Civil War both ended in Virginia. Cornwallis surrendered in Yorktown, and Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in Appomattox. How did it get its name? From Queen Elizabeth I, the Virgin Queen. Virginia was one of the 13 original colonies. She achieved statehood on June 25, 1788. But what about this Virginia's for lovers thing? In fact, it's an over 40-year-old marketing campaign. It originated with the idea that Virginia could be for the lovers of many things, the mountains, the beach, history. Over 40 years later, Virginia still welcomes you on its signs, stating that it is indeed for lovers. Virginia's population, 8.6 million. Over 3.1 million, or 36%, live in Northern Virginia. The state bird is the cardinal. The state tree is the dogwood. Virginia's motto is seek semper tyrannis, thus always to tyrants. Not really what a lover would say. As far as food, Virginia's known for its country ham. Even Tony and Junior Soprano love it. Mom, this Virginia ham. He's like a woman with a Virginia ham under her arm. Virginia's economy is very diverse depending on where you are in the state. The highest incomes are in Northern Virginia, shipbuilding in the Southeast, agriculture in Southside Virginia. Tobacco was Colonial Virginia's cash crop and for centuries fueled the economy of Southern Virginia. Thanks to a new law in April of 2020, Virginia will be welcoming casinos to locations throughout the state toward the end of 2022 and into 2023. Recreational marijuana is now legal for adults in Virginia. That means they can possess, consume, and grow, but cannot yet buy. Lawmakers are eyeing 2024 as a year to make sales legal. Legalized gambling, from tobacco to marijuana. Virginia, you've come a long way, baby. Now two grandsons rip off their very wealthy grandmother. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. This episode has more twists and turns than a neurotic pretzel. It involves a 94-year-old woman with an account valued at $80 million. For more than 18 months, Beverly Schottenstein has been duking it out with her Wall Street bank and two advisors, her grandsons, Evan and Avi Schottenstein. In February, FINRA, the Financial Industry Regulatory Agency, worked a deal to have J.P. Morgan Securities and the two grandsons pay her a collective $19 million, with more than $9 million coming from Evan. Beverly Schottenstein amassed her fortune as an heir to a retail empire that later included stakes in DSW shoes, American Eagle Outfitters, and American Signature Furniture. Her grandsons and J.P. Morgan were accused of making unauthorized trades in risky securities known as auto-calable structured notes by orchestrating unauthorized investments and buying and selling shares she didn't pre-approve. Beverly is mostly retired these days. She lives in the wealthy enclave of Bal Harbor, Florida. 
Well, it seems Grandma Schottenstein is a softy. It's being reported now that she and grandson Evan worked out a side deal, and he will only have to pay a portion of the $9 million ordered by FINRA. For the record, J.P. Morgan Securities have paid their $9 million in full. In April, FINRA banned Evan Schottenstein for life from working as a broker or in association with a broker-dealer firm. He was fired from J.P. Morgan once the discrepancy was discovered. His younger brother? Well, he worked for J.P. Morgan, too, and he was encouraged to resign, which he did. The ongoing battle took place over Zoom meetings because of COVID. There were 43 in all. And then the brothers cried foul when they alleged the arbitrator was seen dozing off or sleeping on 54 occasions. Not enough to sway the judge. It's not been released just how much the grandsons will pay Grandma Schottenstein, but it's believed to be a fraction of the $9 million ordered. It doesn't matter if you have $80 million or $80,000. Make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary. And if you're dealing with family, be extra careful. Dave Perkins looks back at 1963. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. 1963, a year the nation mourned. This year contained one of those rare, where were you moments. So we have to open with the biggest moment of the year, the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. I was probably napping because I wasn't even one, but I do know my mother and grandmother were watching as the world turns when Walter Cronkite broke in with a special bulletin. And I gave it a great deal of thought, Grandpa. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. In those days when the network cut in with a special bulletin, you knew it was big, true breaking news. And not that Justin Bieber had just broken up with his current girlfriend. Lee Oswald has been shot. Two days later, Lee Harvey Oswald was shot as networks carried it live. So that all happened close to the end of the year 1963, a year that saw the beginning of Beatlemania. One of their biggest releases, I Want to Hold Your Hand. It still hadn't appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, though. That was the next year. This year saw one of the most famous speeches of all time delivered by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his I Have a Dream speech in Washington. If anyone won a new car on a game show in 63, they could have heard a new car valued at $3,233. That was the average price, 29 cents a gallon to fill it up. A great year for TV with shows like Andy Griffith, The Flintstones, and Mr. Ed. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Zip codes came to be in 63. Polio vaccines were taken in a lump of sugar, and insurance firm State Mutual Life Insurance invented the smiley face. So, with that said, have a nice day. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Now, let's head north to Minnesota. Oh, the haunting call of the loon. Heard throughout the land of 10,000 lakes, a.k.a. Minnesota. It's the 32nd state, admitted to the Union in May of 1858. The name comes from the Dakota Indians and means sky-tinted water. Well, there's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. 
Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the missed it by that much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with roller blades, the snowmobile, the bump pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, Wheaties cereal, Bisquick water skis, and who could forget Spam, introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say. You don't say handy, you say Spam. The state bird is the loon. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper. The state muffin, oh sure there is one, it's the blueberry muffin. Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America? There's a place for fun in your life, Mall of America. MOA, size of 78 football fields, there's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at exploreminnesota.com. Well, that's it. A Thanksgiving episode of Financial Pizza. Enjoy your holiday. We'll see you back here next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Steve Siddall.